Welcome to episode 21. In honor of oh, episode 21. <laughs> we're drinking. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight? Uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor, small batch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we've got Amy Rout joining us from, yeah. the, from the West. Hey, I, I, I like Amy's content. It's yeah. fantastic. And that, that uh, sweet Utah backpacking. I know. We're pretty jealous. We're going to get into that. We're going to have some E.H. Taylor special reserve. Small batch. Small batch. Yep. And let's get going. All right. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> Cut in. After much technical di- difficulties, we are, we've got, um, not live, we got Amy Rout <laughs> via Skype joining us on the podcast today. Famous YouTuber. Famous YouTuber. Y- Utah area. I know. We're, we're always so jealous when we talk to the people that live out there. I mean, coming yeah. from where, where we live. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for talking to us. This is uh, this yeah. is fun for us to do, and we always we take every opportunity we can get to like talk to people who live out in real back backpacking country. Yeah, because <laughs> we live in Ohio. Have you have you always been in Utah? Um, no, I have been here for uh, three years now. Okay. Oh, okay. Where are you from? So I'm originally from Southern California, but I moved away after college and moved around like every six months for work. Um, and then I landed in Utah for a job and decided that this was the place for me. So awesome. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you're from uh, you're from South Carolina or South Carolina, South, Southern California. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, do yeah. you, without without spilling too many details about yourself. But what type of like what field of work are you in? What, what general type of thing do you do? Uh, field biology. Oh, oh. you're a scientist. <laughs> yes. Nice. I was a scientist also, in my former life. a little bit like recreation. Okay. Here. Did you go yeah. to school for that? I did, yeah. I got my degree in environmental science. Okay. So yeah. what what sort of, uh, I know we asked you not to spill any details, but like what kind of like field biology do you do? Um, so just, I mean, I've done everything from like weed management. So, uh, eradicating invasive species up to, um, collecting native seeds and pygmy rabbit surveys, um, sage grouse sound monitoring, like kind of like a broad range of things. I wanted to make a, a weed joke when you said, I didn't know. I was like, oh, are oh, you mean like that. invasive weeds? Oh. <laughs> that, that is invasive. No, that's very cool. Um, yeah. you, you might be, well, I guess Devin, Devin works in the outdoor industry, yeah, but, but he, but he works inside have, of a rock climbing uh, yeah, place all day. Real, you like go you out in the field. Job. Yes. Um, except I haven't done that the past year. I mean, I wouldn't be doing that now anyway, because it is winter. And that's actually one of the reasons why I haven't done it in the last year because you know i mean growing up in southern california i was like oh i want to work outdoors and that's going to be my career and i didn't realize that it snows in other places and <laughs> <laughs> working outdoors is very seasonal so i'm trying to navigate that right now and okay. figure so, things out yeah so you you went after this career because you wanted to be outdoors yes that's, that's awesome. cool that's yeah. really cool Andy and I yeah. spend our lives in cubicles all day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have the opposite of that job. I have a stand-up desk. <laughs> That's true. We have stand-up desks now. That is true. I mean, it's not always the best, worst way to go because at least, you know, I mean, you could be a weekend warrior, so like that works out. We are. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, so do you, do you find that you do, like, do you 
like when it's not the off season, do you backpack as like part of your job? Like, do you go out on like multi-day things for work? Yes. Uh, yeah. So I have in the past, um, I did, one of my first jobs was actually in Montana and I, so that was more in recreation. I did a lot of trail work and oftentimes, so I actually lived in the wilderness, but from there we would take off and we'd have meals, pack stuff in. So kind of backpacking, but luxurious backpacking. And then, um, I got a job in Northern California I think, I think it was the year after that, um, as basically a wilderness ranger. Um, but there wasn't really anyone to ranger out there. So basically I was doing a lot of trail work, but they would send me out for, you know, up to like five days at a time oh, or cool. something like that. That is so yeah. awesome. Man, that's cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird, like, I can't even imagine doing that I as just, a, as your occupation. Yeah. I, would, I, yeah. I mean, it'd just be amazing. Um, yeah. so how I guess we kind of answered it, but we always ask everybody. It sounds like you've had how like, did how did you get into backpacking? But it sounds like you kind of got into it. Did you get into it through your job, or were you into this stuff? Were you into backpacking before you started working? So I did start backpacking before I started working, um, but so that wasn't that was um, right when I got into college. It was something I'd never done, but for some reason there was something in me that was like. I think I really want to do this. Uh, so I did go on trips. However, I don't feel like I fully was immersed yeah. until, you know, I started working and then I got like my butt kicked and <laughs> I realized <laughs> what it was like really like to do, you know, longer miles and be out there. And, um, but yeah, so I've been backpacking for about 10 years now, but oh. I guess, um, most of my experience, I think, is like the last five years. That's um. Most of the people we talk to have not been backpacking that long, especially the YouTubers. Yeah. So what yeah. made that? Yeah. What made you make the jump into the YouTube realm? Um, that's a hard one to answer. I guess. So I know there was a point where I got my family into hiking and I made some like really crappy GoPro videos of it just for fun. <laughs> that we started. And, That's how everybody starts. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember really liking it and I think those are private now, but at one point they were public. Um, you know, I didn't think anybody was watching those or anything. Uh, but years later I did a lot of solo backpacking because I was moving around so much and most of my friends were either doing the same thing or they just weren't into backpacking. So to pass the time, I found myself wanting to record myself out there yeah. to kind of share the experience with family and friends. Um, but most of the time I would just like delete, I would get home and then I would delete all of it or I wouldn't follow through or whatever. So I guess just, you know, a little over a year ago, I decided I'm actually going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's how I started posting, I guess. Has it been everything you thought it would be? Um, it's kind of a weird thing to do, right? I mean, like we do it, like making YouTube videos is not like most people don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. You know, I don't know. You like you put yourself out there. You're right. Most of the world's population <laughs> does true. not make YouTube videos. Good call. Yeah. It's true. No, it, it is super weird. Um, I don't know. I definitely still struggle being in front of the camera. Yeah. I yeah. am an introverted person. And I knew that that was going to be a struggle. Uh, I mean, I've gotten a lot better, but 
yeah, I don't know. I'm still struggling with that a little bit, kind of being in front of the camera. I mean, I like making uh, trip videos a lot more. And most of the time I don't have to be in front of the camera as much. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a, so we always talk about, there's like kind of two genres of backpacking channels on YouTube right now. There's like mainly trip videos and then there's like mainly gear with the occasional trip video. And so I've always had a ton of respect and I personally enjoy channels that, that focus more on trip videos because I I just love watching trips. But, uh, so much respect for you for that. You do a lot of trip videos. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) people like that that clickbaity another another thing i wanted to bring up with you and you kind of just brought it up was i know that you're you're a fan of solo backpacking yes like over over going with people um kind of that's that's Uh, cool that's very cool yeah. I mean, over groups, I think, but I don't have a lot of experience backpacking groups. And it's funny because the Canyonlands trip that I just went on with the group of guys um, was almost one of my very first group backpacking experiences. Really? Um, and what did you, yeah. what did, What are your thoughts about like uh, backpacking with a group of like wacky guys? You, you like can that. talk shit about Bryce yeah. on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, it was super fun. I mean, I feel like I got lucky with the group of guys. Um, I, I do have one bad experience where I met people on a backpacking trip and I, I, it was my kind of my first time meeting them in person. It was bad. Um, but oh. this one turned out really well. And yeah, I mean, it is a completely different experience because it's more about, I don't, I don't know if I want to say the camp life, mm-hmm. but it's about, it totally it's is. a lot more social yeah. Yeah. where I need to just kind of like. I mean, sometimes I'm really bad about just like putting my head down and just getting in the zone and going. Um, so I don't know. It was just very different. So I guess I would like either, you know, either one for different reasons. It, Kevin and I are big fans of like the the actual like camp, the camp experience. experience. And so yeah. when we like the thought of getting to camp, sitting down, you know, hanging out around a campfire. So did you find like that was that? that was something you really enjoyed like that, that hangout social aspect of it. Yeah, it was nice. And I mean, like I said, having a good group really helped and I actually, so I do not own a camp chair or like a backpacking chair or anything like that. And I had to borrow one from Devin because I'm like, well, usually I get to camp. I might sit on the ground or like, how good was having a chair? (laughs) And but I kind of needed the chair. It was kind of a necessity. Exactly. Um, you, you know, you're talking to like the biggest backpacking chair fanboys that exist. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it was it was enjoyable. I did like it. Again, I think that I would. It's just completely different moods, you right, know, yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah, just different things. That's uh. So I've only gone out solo once. And that was at, uh-huh. in Tahoe, and that was the one thing I noticed. Yeah, the one thing I noticed was, man, I have a lot of time. <laughs> you have so I mean, much it's time. True, yeah. yeah, you take a lot and of shots though. Making videos, yeah, yeah, it's easy to make videos because you're just hanging out by yourself and trying to figure out, you know, what to do. Yeah, it's creepy though. It's definitely a little creepy, you know. <laughs> Especially as you're going solo in like bear areas and like. Well, 
Yes, but not uh, not grizzly country. Mm-hmm. I do not go alone in grizzly country, and I do pick and choose where I go alone. I mean, there are a lot of options, so it's not like I'm limited, but I also, yeah. I remember thinking when I was out there alone, I was thinking, I feel like if I was a woman, I'd be more terrified. What? Really? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you, so we'll cut right into that. <laughs> Do, yeah. do I mean, are there some stereotypes we need to break down here? Like, is that a thing? Like, do you, oh God, I hate taking it here, but like, do you feel more vulnerable as a solo female backpacker? Um, so at, for backpacking as a solo female, no, um, because in general, as like a smaller person, you know, smaller female, I kind of you know, I feel vulnerable all the time almost. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I see. I see. Not any different for backpacking. I guess That's I'm not usually take. worried about people out there mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mostly worried about, I guess, animals or bad weather or, you know, a tree falling on my tent in the middle of the yeah. night and I die. Yeah. Just keep backpacking in the canyon. No, man. it's it's interesting you say that because like where are we back? Like so in the Midwest, there's uh, a there's a lot of people. Our biggest fear. Our is biggest pe- fear is people. people like without yeah. a doubt, because um, we've had some run-ins with some sketchy people. Yeah, we really. Have. Yeah. Um, and that gets into like like granted we've we've backpacked in Colorado and I've backpacked in in the Tahoe area and the the kinds of people I'm gonna say this in a PC way. The kind of people that are out in the outdoors recreating in the West are much different yeah. than the kind of people that are recreating in the Midwest. Yeah, well, I think I think out west you've got to you've got to like it more. So like you're you're everybody's probably a little bit more stereotypical like into that. Where around yeah. us it's easy. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's not a lot of barriers to go do it. So you have tons more people, and there's a lot less areas to backpack like in Ohio I mean there's like a handful of places to backpack and it's a state of 10 million people so all of the people that are into outdoors are going to the same places you just you just have a lot more people so we've had some like really sketchy run-ins with people yeah so you mentioned that and maybe I don't want to like dig up bad memories here but you mentioned you had a bad experience <laughs> like originally with a group of people like could you talk a little bit more about like what that bad experience or or Maybe it wasn't bad, but it just Andy's wasn't what you thought. Oh, we go let's, deep let's, here. Let's dig up those terrible <laughs> memories. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was a pretty bad experience. I'm trying to think of like how I could say it without. I don't know if this person would watch this. I mean, probably not. Most people. So maybe, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe most people don't watch it. Watch it. Well, was it like a was it a creeper? Was it a creepy person? creepy person? No. So it was uh, two females. Okay. Okay. Um, they were actually going to do have a soup eye. And what's, what's, if you know about have a soup eye, it's, it's, it's incredible. You have to look at photos. It's incredible. Um, it costs a lot of money and permits are really hard to get. So I have no, somebody, wait, oh, I have no idea. You, what how do you spell is. this? What is it? Pull, pull this up. <laughs> how, how do you spell it? Uh, have a soup, H A V A S U P A I. Jeez. Yeah, you have to look at photos. You oh, 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 I thought it was like have a 
supai, oh. like some sort of soup. Okay, it's no, it's like an area. Oh, I thought it was like a tradition. I or thought something. this was like some sort of ceremony or something. Okay, I got this it. is an area. No, it's this beautiful. Is, this is a geological it, area. It's, it's okay. beautiful. Yeah. See, this is we're we live in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> totally different from like totally different okay. world. Yes. This area is beautiful. Um, All right, sorry, sorry. Continue. Yeah, it's incredible. No, um, so. Permits are really hard to get in somebody and it costs a lot of money. Mm. I mean, I don't remember what it was somewhere between 200, $300. Oh, wow. Um, wait, somebody... Really? Yes. Is it because it's on like it's an it Indian look, reservation, it's on a reservation right? and they want to. Okay. It makes okay. Sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's on a reservation. So, you know, they can charge right. probably whatever they want. Um, but yeah, somebody bailed off of their permit and it was somebody I knew from Instagram actually. And she said, Hey, I think that you might be a really great person to, you know, fill that spot. Yeah. And so I was down and I, you know, paid the money. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. There were a lot of things wrong. Um, so it was you and a couple other people. It was, you, it was you. So a group of people was going to do this. To, uh, three people. You paid a lot of money. And somebody bailed out and you met them. Right. Okay. Yes. And you had never yeah. met these people in in face-to-face -face before like a, this? A blind backpacking date. Um, well, so one of them I had met kind of on accident. They, I was in um, the Wind River Range, and they happened to camp right next to me, and I recognized them because of their dog, because of Instagram. Okay. Um, but we had like a five minute conversation and then that was it. So I had met kind of previously, but didn't really know them. Um, but yeah, it was just, they were really, really slow hikers. And I don't like, I don't have a problem with like, you know, taking your time. Um, but it, it ended up being so bad that, uh, I don't know. I know. I, no, no, no. We, we, we totally understand. No, this. We actually, we actually know what you're saying. And like, you feel bad because it's like, you know, you want to be nice and like, you want everybody oh. to hike together and you don't want to be that person that's like, you know, going against the thing of like, hike your own hike and do all that stuff. Like, right, exactly. But, but, yeah. I but we totally understand that as well. We, I'm going to, I'm going to dog yeah. old red on this. We, <laughs> yeah. So we, I, we have a friend. We uh, just left him. We just left him. <laughs> uh, he, he did the Colorado Trail with us. And, you know, it was a little rough for him. And we basically yeah. told him where we would be camping. It's just like, I can't I can't take that many breaks. I can't, right. you know, and it's just like, I need to get into a rhythm. And, you know, it, 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 but, but I didn't, like, I don't want to ruin the experience for him by forcing him to, like, you know, be at our pace or... Right. Yeah. So, Everyone know, has their own how pace. How slow are they? Um, yeah. But I mean, a part of it too is attitude. It's like, oh. you know, there's, it's oh, different yeah. if okay. it's like, were they you know, you're were like, okay, I'm slow. Um, but there was like a lot of complaining and like <laughs> negativity and a lot of stress. I mean, if they were really nice and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we're like just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of haters. Yeah. Um, you know, but it was actually really stressful and they were struggling yeah. and the whole trip was like that. Um, so we didn't get to see very much. Uh, there was also some other issues. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There were, uh, again, there were a lot of things wrong, but it, it was difficult just because I think of attitude. It wasn't necessarily like, Oh, you know, we're going to make the best out of the situation. It was kind of 
just rough yeah. to to deal with. And, yeah. And especially when you're paying like two to three hundred dollars yeah. to go there. Like I can I yeah. can see that. And I and like uh, maybe I'm gonna I'm probably gonna stereotype this situation. <laughs> <laughs> we do that a lot here. Um, <laughs> with it. But no no no, hold on. So like it sounds like the mileage and the pace in the train might have been an issue, like physically. And then when yeah. when that becomes a struggle, then it becomes stressful. Yeah, people get yeah. dehydrated, aren't eating enough, yeah. and then it just becomes it just becomes no fun. And so, yeah. like I I definitely we've definitely seen that. As yeah, well. and that's something that always shocks me about people that backpack is like the now this is Ohio, this is the Midwest. I think it's different where you live. The vast majority of people that hike and backpack in the Midwest are horribly out of shape. And, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong no, that's, with that. I know props to them. Right. That's good. Yeah. I love seeing it, but you got to know what you're signing up for. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, if you're choosing to go with a group of people that maybe you don't know very well or haven't backpacked with, like you should just, you should just be sure. Like, is this the right, is this the right type of people that yeah. will like match up to, to what I expect in the wilderness? That's yeah. the best way I can say this in a PC way. You're being very PC about it. I know I'm very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's a that was actually one thing I noticed when we did the Colorado Trail. We were out there for seven days. We didn't see a fat person out there. <laughs> I no, was, every, I was there. No, no, but like, like, <laughs> like everybody looked in shape. Well, it's a it's it's demanding, and you're. You're in the middle of nowhere. We go to more demanding places in Ohio, know, and we I got know, people. We got people in blue jeans out there doing ten miles a day. I, I, but we got to be careful here. Like, I, I, just, I don't like dogging people like for getting no, in the outdoors. No, 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 no. It's in, good. Like, right. It's good. But and, just know what you're getting into. Yeah, and anybody who is an advocate of the outdoors, like I'm on your team. But so my yeah. my thing is though, I want you to enjoy it out there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you are not going to enjoy it for sure if you are not physically prepared for it and you're going to hate it and you're probably never going to do it again. Yeah. And that, that's rough. And, and, but maybe it takes a few of those for you to kind of like move past oh, that. Man. We've seen some bad ones out there. I remember, I remember like, I remember some rough ones and getting to camp and being like, this is the worst thing I've ever, I yeah. hate this so much. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, so I wanted to bring this up too. Speaking of, Permits. I saw that you got your JMT permit. Yeah, congrats. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah. You're let, doing you're doing the whole thing? Yes, plus nice. extra. Oh. Plus extra. What's the plus extra? Yes. Um, so for the JM so the permit, there's no permit for the JMT. The permits are for the trailheads. Okay. okay. And so the ones <laughs> that have the easiest access to the start and end, depending on which way you do it. They are on a lottery system, and I think I saw something that said you have like a three percent chance of getting wow. one. Um, and so what I decided to do was to tack on an extra thirty or so miles and start from a different trailhead where the permit is guaranteed as mm. long as you you know get on okay. the website and sign up and pay your money. Uh, so I did that and guaranteed permit. So. Um, yeah, it should be approximately 245 miles total. That's awesome. Is that the longest you've ever backpacked? Yes. Yeah. That's and crazy. How many days are you are you trying to do it in? 
so for the full 245 miles, I do have an itinerary because I did need one when I got the permit. They want to know approximate, you know, where you're camping and things like that. Um, so the itinerary is for 17 days. But wow. I also, I mean, I love planning, but I also never expect things to go, right. you know, exactly how you planned it, right? Yeah. Um, so we are giving flexibility for up to 20 days, I think it is. So, okay. Um, so this yeah. is, this is interesting. I had no idea. I thought you had to like book campsites. So, are, so it offers that. I know, right? <laughs> we know nothing. We, we know nothing. <laughs> I you, I, Bryce or Bryce and Dan were talking about how you have to do that a lot out there. I think. Not yes. here. No. Like yeah. Booking campsites. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. That, that's that's almost the norm. But, but this, but this is better. So you limit the amount of people at the trailhead and then you give them the yeah. flexibility to get to whatever camp that they could potentially make it to then that's kind of like isle royal yeah but that's that's that is the that's not the norm no so um do you when you do when you get signed up for this do you have to tell them like when you're when you're when is it when you're going like is your time already set um you mean like the date i start yeah yeah so that i think the the dates they want to know are the date you start and when you are out, I think those are like the two most important ones. Are you, what time of yeah, year are you, are you going? You, you doing this? Um, end of August, early September. That's like gotta the, be the, yeah, that's gotta be the, the perfect time to do it, right? That's when everybody's doing these. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, those sense. were my perfect dates that I selected. So, okay. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty that's a, that's a bucket list backpacking trip right you, there. You know, that's really smart of you too, just to, to I mean, 30 miles in the grand scheme of that whole trail is nothing. Yeah, nothing. And so that was a really right. smart move, like booking that trailhead. Yeah. yeah. And, and did I? Well, s- oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say the, another interesting thing about it, because so I am going northbound, which means if you were to start from the normal lottery trailhead, you would be, you would be summiting Mount Whitney on day two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've the seen way this, that yeah. yeah, the way we are doing it, I think... We are summoning Whitney on day three, which doesn't sound like a big difference. However, we also are, it's going to be easier to summit from that side. And we oh. will carry day packs and do an out and back. Oh, okay. nice. So I'm like kind of all for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing it with, uh, with Carson? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Is, uh, who's more into backpacking, you or him? Definitely me. That's awesome. He, He's the climber. Okay. Okay. When we met each other, he taught me how to climb. I taught him how to backpack. Uh, But we still, you know, each have our favorite. And so it's always like, you know, a tug of war. Like, okay, are we going on a climbing or backpacking trip? So is poor Carson like, oh, shit, I got to do 20 days. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to go on a climbing trip now? Well, probably, but we did a lot <laughs> yeah. of climbing last year. Also, this guy, so I actually had a really hard time dating people. I thought I was going to be single forever. I couldn't find anyone that could keep up with me. And then I met Carson, and this guy can run, like, circles around me. And I was like, all right, that's the one. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so he's good. I mean, I can take him on anything, and he'll, yeah, he's that's in great awesome. shape. So Did you meet, yeah. did you guys, like, meet doing something outdoorsy? Tell me no, you did. Instagram. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's but cool. it was because of like you know outdoor yeah, photos and similar interests. So, um, yeah. 
I wanted to talk about climbing because I know by following you, that's a big thing you're into. That's uh, yes, I don't a lot of it. I've never done it. I, me neither. I, I imagine yeah. Utah is a good spot. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a really great spot. We have. Um, I actually right out the window that I'm looking at. There's. I mean, I'm like right up against the mountains, and then we also have the desert. So almost year round, there's climbing, which is. I mean, this is like the perfect spot for it. So do you think you'll ever, you'll ever go to the world-class climbing yeah. destination of the Red River Gorge, Kentucky, which apparently everybody tells us? Devin told us that was world-renowned, yeah. quote. And I go, yeah, why I is it world-renowned? I've heard that, too. And, I mean, I feel like we will probably make it out there at some point. But, I mean, we also have so much that's so close yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. So you, it's hard, but... You don't want to go to Backwoods, it, Kentucky? So. You don't want to go to the middle of nowhere, Kentucky? <laughs> You know, it's not like top of the list. <laughs> no, no. And I didn't know that. We went there last year for the, it, it's three hours from where we live. And we, I, I make a lot of jokes about the Midwest and Ohio, but Andy and I, like, we're city boy. Like, we live in a big city. Like, we're not close okay. to, like, we don't have, like, mountains out our windows. No. We got, like, Andy's neighbor right out there. <laughs> uh, but we went there for the yeah. first time, and I didn't realize it was such a climbing mecca. And it, it is. I mean, there's hipsters right. and van life people all lots, lots over of there. Life, lots of, lots van. of van life. And I thought it was cool. There were people that were backpacking and climbing, like doing yeah. that intertwined. And I thought that would be, have you ever done something like that? that I thought it'd be really cool. Yes. Yeah, we have. It's, it's tough because it's a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of it is probably trad climbing, which means you're carrying, you know, large pieces of metal basically that help, keep you safe on the wall. So yeah, it's, it's tough, but it's fun. Yeah. Kevin and I are well aware of this. So another thing, yeah, no. <laughs> another thing I saw, like yeah. this is on Instagram, like yeah. you had these air mattress type things that looked like they suspended. Is that what I think it is? It, it is what you think it is. Yes. We can set up right there. Oh, we, yeah, wait, so, hold on. We could drop one f bomb on the podcast. Okay, hold on. Fuck hold on. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're sleeping on the side of the cliff, right? Yes. Yeah, so i I don't. I haven't done it yet. Um, but we're thinking now that we have these, we yeah, will do no, it. No, you're for with me on that, right? No, I mean, I've seen the cool ones where like you have like four you're people open. In it. Like you're, I mean, you're like hooked into that thing though, right? Oh yes, you are definitely hooked in. Um, you can fall, but you won't fall. <laughs> you won't fall very far. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done it yet, it so I out? guess I can't say whether I'll like it or not. Like, does it freak you out at all? Um, it doesn't. The only thing that freaks me out is. The possibility of not getting good sleep because okay. it's cold or uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But other than that, I'm not not too worried about anything else. So it's it's very cool, honestly. So oh, yeah, so like you guys are suspended on some rock face, right? And like yeah. you have these like pads and they're suspended. And like do you like just hang out and like cook and like just have the old camp life? <laughs> yes, basically. I mean, it's you know it it's your tent. To, yeah. I guess. How you are know. you how are you boiling water on that thing? Um good question. So Carson actually he did LCAP last year and he had a he had a mm. different one. It was actual um 
one of the ones you probably usually see that it yeah. looks like a tent hanging on the wall. But I mean, I think they just suspend the but, stove. But this thing is not a tent you're in. This is a, a match. Like yeah, a this mattress. is like a cot. This is like a neo air <laughs> that's hanging off of a cliff. <laughs> um, so I think th- these do come with um, like a cover. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty it, sure I oh, could be wrong. Yeah, it's like, fine. Aren't now. you worried makes... about like like birds? <laughs> <laughs> like hot, like peregrine falcons what, coming in? Like what about like yeah. just random people like rappelling down <laughs> next to you? I mean, yeah, that that is actually a concern. Um, Your badass yeah. factor is going up substantially by doing this. No, this is like I always like you watch like uh, these climbing videos and you see people doing that and you're like, oh my god! And then you just look at our videos. We're like, dip, 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 yeah, hang out camp, camp. yeah, <laughs> yeah, own house. I bet though. I, I honestly bet that you know once you get past the like, and it sounds like you, like you're ready to go, but like waking up, like that, that's probably pretty cool. You know, like waking oh, up yeah. and seeing around you and like you gotta. I don't. I mean, it's terrifying to me. I can't. Yeah. Like, can you imagine our wives be like, "Hey, hun, hey"? I mean, no. I, you're strapped in. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because I talked to you know a lot of the other guys that went on the Candylands trip, and they're like, "Wow, that's you know, it's scary and it's dangerous." And I mean, it really depends on what you're doing. You yeah. kind of a part that is like risk management, and yeah. so choosing what routes you're doing, um, you know, and things like that i mean you kind of have some control over I mean, you know like yeah. i'm trying I mean, to imagine have, like you have good like, gear like, like can you imagine packing up camp while you're suspended on the side of a cliff no i can't like that's what you do right i have yeah but I mean, you're tied into something so you know you're at an anchor and you're connected to it so you know i, I yeah amy, I amy we'll be waiting for you at the top <laughs> <laughs> we'll be up there with our I'm going to be like 30 feet gonna, away from the edge, too. Go, yeah, yeah. We want to be close to the edge. I have a severe we'll fear have a, of heights. We'll have a whole spread of food and coffee waiting for you and Carson when you get up there. Perfect. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it's very cool. And um, that's I, I saw you post that, and I was like, I hope that's not what I think it is. <laughs> is, there any, is there any other type of, like, outdoor recreating besides like backpacking and climbing that you're into like fishing uh no i don't really do any fishing you're in a good spot um, for fishing no i'm i'm learning how to ski kind of Mm -hmm. i didn't get a ski pass this year because they're just insanely expensive and we went to new zealand instead so i was like okay no ski pass um, but skiing kind of scares me. I struggle. So, I mean, p- you know, people think climbing is scary, but Hold for me, <laughs> skiing kind of terrifies me. So skiing does terrifies you, but spending a night suspended off of a cliff face, oh, it's all good. Well, you're tied in on the cliff. You do live in a great spot for skiing. I've skied out there. Um, Andy and I, and it, it's ironic cause we live in Ohio, but we grew up as a very hardcore ski family. Like we were in, okay. we went out to Colorado every year, Wyoming, Utah. We grew up like hard. And Andy and I are, we're actually national ski patrollers for 10 we're, years. We're five. Nice. Um, and we're like big into skiing. So skiing at us is like no big deal, but sleeping yeah. on a cliff face. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I broke my leg. Our dad's torn his ACL. Our sister just and, and our sister blew just out. tore her ACL skiing. Literally so this weekend. Nothing bad can happen, though. I know. You know. I think a lot of it is the feeling that I might lose control. The speed. Yeah. Go fast. It scares me. 
yeah you gotta master so, gravity how far um like how far do you live from ski ski resorts oh um i mean we live about five minutes or five to ten minutes from the mouth of little and big cottonwood oh so you're in the salt lake area is that correct Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I knew you're in Utah. Um, okay. So you have like world class skiing right at your doorstep. Oh, nice. Man. Yeah. And just I have a long way to go to learn because um, I think the ultimate goal is to do backcountry skiing. Yeah. But I'm not it's ready for that. So I do need <laughs> you got to a little bit to go. Just remember pizza and French fries. Okay. Yes. Pizza, French fries. I'm working on pizza, French fries. <laughs> pizza, French fries. Um, but I don't know how to stop without pizza ing. That's fine. You, you learn the hockey stop. So then you go, you go French fries this way. Yeah, French fry that way. You learn a hockey stop. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. So I'm working on that. That's where I am. I'm so I'm good on most blue runs. Okay. Unless unless there are moguls. Yeah, those are uh, those will hurt. A yeah. problem. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Oh well, then you do sideways French fries, and you'll get yeah. you can go through all yep. the moguls. Just go down slowly. Yeah. I mean, with the with the caliber of skiing you have out there, it won't take you very long to get apt at doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now, yeah. could like could you like backpack slash ski? Yeah. But like, stay out there. I don't know. Is Amy, that a thing? Can you do that? Um, I don't know if people do it very much here. We don't have. I mean, as far as I know, as someone who doesn't really ski, uh, we don't have a lot of huts or anything, at least yeah. in the Wasatch front. Um, and then I think just because of avalanche conditions, yeah. it's, I mean, probably not the best area, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, do your parents just freak out about all these dangerous hobbies that you have? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I moved away from home and went to Montana, it was like a really hard time. And I actually wanted to join the Peace Corps out of college. Oh, and nice. Yes. And that did not happen. My parents were like, absolutely not. It was like this big thing. Um, you know, and then I got into backpacking and, you know, they expressed all their concerns. And I think they're kind of just numb and used to it by now where I'm like, I'm just going to go do my thing. And you don't have much of a say in it. Um I mean, they're still concerned. I usually have a spot device, and so okay. that helps. Um, I always let them know where I'm going and when I'm leaving and coming back. And, I mean, they tell me, you know, okay, don't die, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was uh, when I went for my solo, that was like a, it wasn't my parents, it was my wife. It was like, yeah, you you have to have a, a GPS thing on you. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. So that was the final straw that. Did that, but I, I like the I like the Garmin inReach. I think it's good. Yeah. Same thing as a spot, you know. Same difference. Yeah. So do you have? Yeah, any, I've heard good things. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any trips coming up between now and the JMT? Oh yeah, I have a nice. lot of things Great. planned already, um, and then a lot of like want want to do. So we will be um, we'll be back in Moab again for like the third time in a month. Awesome. <laughs> this, oh, nice. I think, like, week. God, but, um, but you live there. And so then, like, why not? Yeah, I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, the acts, I'm so spoiled with the access. Yeah. It's crazy. We'll actually be back down there again towards the end of March because we'll be doing a, like an eight day climbing trip in Indian Creek, wow. which is world-class climbing. 
Um, and then I'm planning on spending a lot of time in the high winters this year mm-hmm. to, you know, stay in shape and be ready for the JMT. I mean, I would love, usually I try to plan a wins or sawtooth trip every yeah. year, but I think, I mean, the Uintas are only an hour and a half drive away. Oh so I don't, <laughs> I don't really have an excuse to not be going there and it's beautiful <laughs> and I haven't explored it all. So that'll, yeah. that, that'll be what this year's about. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That that's an aggressive outdoor recreating schedule. Yeah, no, but you know, if you think about it, it's like an hour and a half. You can be in the mountains on some sweet trails, nice weekend trips all the time. Like, why not? That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. God. Just every weekend, yeah. I can't even imagine what that's like. I mean, honestly, we got the Hocking Hills an hour and a half hey, away. We got Zaleski yeah. an hour away, which I'm not complaining about, but it's not Utah. You know, it's interesting. Like, and we, when we, we have these big, like YouTube, Ohio YouTube meetups, and there are so many people that backpack and YouTube in Ohio, but the backpacking blows and there's not that many Utah YouTubers. Careful. Yeah. The backpacking is not great in Ohio. Not great compared to other states, but it. There's there's it, like two states that have worse backpacking than Ohio. Ohio is ranked 47 out of 50. No, 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 no. There's there's yeah, it's it's Indiana and Oklahoma. <laughs> I, I'm perfectly within my right to rag on Ohio backpacking. <laughs> we make do with what we can, but it's interesting. I mean, be- you're right though. There's a lot of Midwestern. Yeah. YouTubers it doesn't out there. make any sense. It's because there's nothing else to do when you backpack. There's no like good sites or anything, so you just record video. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought about this too. I find it really interesting. It's like you've got you, you've got Devin. There's a uh, Firebox Grills out there. There's Wasatch Will. There's a there's a couple of them, but there's it's not like Ohio. No, it's ran. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like it's just the the backpacking is so good. It's like why do I need to film that? You know, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's so much to do. Yeah, there is. A are lot. you? Um, you said Moab. Are you into mountain biking at all? No, I'm not. That um, that kind of if you think about what I said about skiing, that uh, <laughs> yes, that applies. Kind of a similar, you know, control of speed. I mean, I would love to do, you know, some easy, you know, great scenery bike rides. So I actually, so I, one of the things that I guess I can mention is. I do have a little bit of like stress trauma with like speed and losing control yeah. because I, I grew up off-roading. Mm-hmm. Okay. And which is kind of my intro to the outdoors. And I did get into a really bad accident when I was younger and I get a lot of like, so yeah. like when I went skiing, it was hard for me because I get, I mean, I think that accident was, I think third or I don't know. 13 years ago or something yeah. like that. And, you know, it like goes through my mind For all the sure. time. No, no, no. Anything, anything having to do with, you know, speed mm-hmm. and not having control, just like I struggle. <laughs> is is off-roading like cars? Um, like so I, my accident was on a dirt bike. So okay. I had a dirt bike, grew up also on like a quad. And then my family, we also have uh, dune buggies. So wow. that kind of thing. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 That's wow. really cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, um, so any other, do you, are there any other outdoor recreating hobbies you have? Sounds like you've got a bunch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, do you just I, ever I mean, go I on like day hikes? <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. I just, I mean, I'm struggling to like even balance just between yeah. climbing, climbing and backpacking, hiking. Like it's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Um, yeah. but I mean, like, yeah, in the, um, you're in the, uh, Salt Lake area. So you have to take advantage of it. You need to throw fly fishing into the mix. I know. I know. I hear it's amazing. And in the Uintas too, people talk about yep. it all the time. Um, I guess for me too, I'm like, okay, so I have, it's more things to carry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is. It is but for if, sure. If you're used to carrying climbing gear. Yeah, that's nothing. A little like five ounce rod. <laughs> that's nothing. Then you have some freshly that's cooked fair. fish for dinner. Um, yeah, that's fair. And I have gone fishing and I do really enjoy like fresh trout. It's just mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, I guess um, it's just another one of those things I'd have to add. You got a lot of hobbies. What what's say what's so so you're doing the JMT this summer. So like what's another bucket list hike for you? Are are you like a through hiker eventually? Great question. Something like that. That is a good question because it w- it's like one of my most number one questions that I've been asked since I started backpacking is are you in a through hiking? And my answer has always been no. And then I was like, "Well, okay, the JMT like that's short enough." Yeah. And now I also want to do the Uinta Highline Trail, mm-hmm. which is much shorter than the John Muir Trail, but it has its own challenges. Uh, so there is a long distance hike that goes from Utah and then it goes to Nevada. It goes like down around the Grand Canyon oh, and back up. What's it called? Uh, the Hay Duke. Oh, I've heard oh that. okay. Yeah. 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 And so I might be interested in section hiking that one. Uh, but we will see what the future holds and where I end up, <laughs> where I end up, I guess. You're, you're fitting the stereotypical profile of a van life, potential van yeah, life. Yeah, potential van life. Climbing. Well, it's funny you say that because that could be in the future. Really? <laughs> oh, we opening that can of worms. <laughs> I love the van yeah. Like, do you mean like, could be like you're buying a van? <laughs> I mean, potentially. Yeah. So we actually, we bought a house last year. Okay. And That's the opposite of buying a van. Done. Yeah. And, but the idea could be to rent it uh, out. Income property. Then, nice. Yeah. And then to go be hobos, basically. So you're probably going to do that then? That's pretty awesome. Is that going to happen? Mean, there's potential for that, but I Car- mean. Carson's on board? Oh, Yeah. He's I, down to be a dirt bag. He's all for that. So I respect I respect the <laughs> That's van life awesome. big time. You can drive out yeah. to the Midwest and do Red River Gorge. Yeah, we'll take you to Zalesky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh have you have you ever been out to the like the Ohio Midwest area? Uh so my first time ever was actually this uh last October we drove to Champaign, Illinois. To oh, go okay. pick up a car. I remember And this. so we drove through like Nebraska or yeah. Nebraska's right? awful. Um, <laughs> Ohio is be- actually better than that area. Is that 49 out of 50? Then Oklahoma's 50. Oklahoma, Nebraska, in terms of, I mean, they're just flat prairie land. Yeah. 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 Um, so I haven't seen that. But... Ill- Illinois also blows. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Champaign was a super cute town. Yeah. I mean, it's a college town. Ball. Yeah. Colors are great. Yeah. Um, is that the furthest east you've been? Uh, no. So I have been. So Carson lived in Boston for. Oh, okay. Boston's a while. sweet. Boston's Boston. awesome. 
Yeah. So I did visit there a couple times and then we went up to New Hampshire a couple times. Okay. Oh, so you've done the East Coast stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I have. Oh, and then we went to Miami for a wedding. We had a lot of weddings this last year and so got to travel a lot for that. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I've done a little bit, but not really any kind of outdoor recreation kind of things. Right. Just traveling. Further east than Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Have you done any, what have you done? Have you done some backpacking in Colorado? Yeah. So I actually lived in Aspen for one of my jobs. Oh, that's incredible. (laughs) It sounds really nice. It sounds really nice, but I also, that's where we learned to ski. I lived in like a really big, like house for the forest service and lived with, I don't know, 13 other people, one kitchen. So, I mean, you know, but it was still Aspen. So it was fantastic. That's a, um, a strict. I spent some time, yeah, around there, and also traveled to like Rocky Mount Rocky Mountain National Park a couple times. And uh, there's actually a Route National Forest. In oh, oh. Uh, named after you? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's pretty sweet. What? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about gear really quick. So okay. Oh yeah, we yeah. What? Why did you go with a ULA pack? We saw it. Good question. So I, I was actually originally looking at Z packs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my old backpack that I've had, my I mean my very first piece of gear, you know, ten-ish years or whatever. It's four pounds, and I just I wanted something lighter, and I'm like, okay, ten ten years seems like it's appropriate amount of time mm-hmm. to get something new, right? For sure. Um, but when I was kind of looking up Z packs, somebody mentioned the ULA packs, and it kind of looking at the ULA packs versus, you know, Hyperlight or Z packs, it, I felt a lot better about it because of the material. Yeah. Um, and the padding as well, I guess. Um, and so it is a little heavier, but I was willing to carry a little bit of extra weight for durability and comfort. I mean, I've seen Dyneema just not really last in the Southern Utah deserts. Yeah. So I want something that I can take on climbing trips, you know, as well as backpacking trips and something, you know, I don't have to be worried about scrambling. I'm not nice to my gear either. I mean, I throw my stuff down and that's, you know, I want to be able to do that and not worry about it and have it last another 10 years. So, um, I've heard a lot of great things and yeah. Awesome. Did you just rip on Bryce for his Dyneema pack then when he was out there? (laughs) I know I did. I mean, I was kind of curious. I was still not sure what I wanted to do and I was really curious about them. But after, I mean, I don't think, I don't know if Bryce had any issues, but let's just say there were a couple like rips and things (laughs) from like, Rubbing on sandstone. Did you make uh, fun, did you make fun of him for his uh, Dyneema tent in the windstorm and lots of sand in his tent? <laughs> I didn't make fun of him, <laughs> but I did think it was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, the great the great thing was is he was totally you know he thought it was fun. He thought it was like oh this is kind of a you know exciting yeah. moment. Um, you know, kind of. I guess there's a lot of us that like type two kind of fun where it's mm-hmm. not necessarily pleasant, but it's also kind of funny to look back on and be yeah, like, yeah, right. I couldn't sleep because I had sand blowing in my tent all night or I wasn't sure if it was going to stand up. So, um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Well, but. <laughs> that's uh, that's how I describe 
backpacking to people. So <laughs> I always say, no, no, no. It's true though. Yeah. There, there are two types of thing. There's two, two, two types of fun. There's stuff that's yeah, really sure. fun when you're doing it, and then eh, later, like a roller coaster. There's stuff. Yeah, that, or like eating pizza. Right. Pizza's <laughs> always fun until the next day. <laughs> but there's stuff that's not really fun when you're doing it. Maybe like camping yeah. in a sandstorm. But when you look back on it, it's like a like. We tell people, like when we tell people, like, oh, so for, I can say this now because this won't be out until next week or the week after, but we're going, we're meeting up with Dan Becker tomorrow and we're going backpacking in, yeah. in northern, no, we're going back in Wisconsin in like nice. deep, deep winter. And I tell people I work with, they're doing that. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? I know. <laughs> Wait, so how cold is it going to be? Now, uh... the lows are only going to be in like the low 20s, which for, okay. which for, Wisconsin in February is like a godsend. I mean, okay. it, it could be way worse. I mean, it's literally yeah. tonight. We, we got a warm front coming. Th- the, the low tonight where we're going is one degree. So, okay. so there's a warm front coming, th- coming through tomorrow. So like 20s is like, that's like, that's winter backpacking in Ohio. Yeah. So it's, it's not that bad. It's still not. <laughs> I don't it's still know. like, have you, do you, do you ever do winter? Like, winter below freezing stuff backpacking wise um i mean i'm kind of new to it when i did do the tahoe rim trail it got into single digits oh, and okay. then i mean that this last yeah single this last digit. trip in Canyonlands, it was it was in it was in the 20s oh okay um, yeah okay never mind okay so that's winter backpacking yeah yeah but i guess the thing too that like to keep in mind is it is very dry here and it was very dry in tahoe yeah and at least my experience is like usually dry weather doesn't feel as bad somehow. Yeah. And at least in those areas, does it during the day, does it warm up to like a reasonable temperature because it's desert? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it. Uh, I think on our third day out in Canyonlands, the high was supposed to be only in the 30s. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's winter. Mind. I mean, it can, it can get up to high 50s, maybe low 60s if it's like an extra warm day. Okay. That's, yeah. That counts. So never mind. So you've done winter backpacking. Yeah, yeah. That definitely counts. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But not, I don't have a lot of experience with snow, I guess. Oh. We don't really. We don't yeah. really either. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. But no, there's a funny story. We um, we got contacted by a, a snowshoe company last year. Like a legit, oh, okay. a legit snowshoe company. And they're like. Expensive. They're like, expensive. Like nice snowshoes. And they're like, you guys want some snowshoes? And we're like, dude, we got to be real with you. We don't have any snow here. <laughs> like, I'd love to snowshoe. Yeah. We don't have any snow. We don't go out in the snow. It's just, we don't have any snow. And they're like, well, we'll send you some snowshoes anyway. Okay. <laughs> and, we're, and we're like, no, we're like, when we find a trip to get to that necessitates snowshoes, we'll get some. Are you like, going to, are you, wait, are you going to so, show us snowshoes? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was a, so I wasn't expecting to be filming or to be doing this on my phone. And I'm at 6%. No, oh, you're good. Okay. We're uh, no. no, we're also. I was gonna tell you, we're 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 approaching the hour, so we generally will wrap okay, these yeah. up usually. Um, yeah. but thank you, thank yeah. you so much for talking to us. This Amy, was this really was fun. Really, yeah, this was nice, Amy. Yeah, we, this was fun. We've uh, really gotten to know you. Anxious. I didn't know if you're gonna ask any hard questions. Oh, but, uh, and no, it's funny when what we was your uh, childhood like when we, <laughs> when we when we do these people people ask us beforehand. A lot of people are like, well, like, what are we gonna talk about? Do you have questions? I'm like. Dude, whatever. We just go. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys just wing it. We just wing right? it. Yeah. Flow conversation. And, and full, 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 at all. full disclosure. We know other like 
podcasters that will send the list of questions. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Jeremiah. Um, Jeremiah Stringer sends the questions out in advance. advance. We don't do that. No, we don't do that. Um, So please, if you're listening to this, check out Amy's channel. Check out her Instagram. We will put links down in the comments. Yes. And I love I love the Out West backpacking no, community it's great. and all those trips. We'll we'll make it out there eventually. Um, yes, Amy, thanks so much for talking to us. We really appreciate yep. it. Um, yeah, and, thanks for having me. Yep, and we will see everybody on the next backcountry BSing. Yes.